0: welcome to 90 day fiance wtf podcast a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on tlc's 90 day fiance i am nadia and with me are my friends lon and mariam how's
1: it going everybody hey wtfers how you doing
0: I don't have any witty greeting nowadays. I don't know why. Maybe because there's no interesting catchphrases from the other way.
2: Yeah, I find it's been a struggle to catch those one-liners. I was going to try to fit in a way to, you know, ask my parents first, but (laughs) I didn't know how to do it.
0: I tremendously enjoy Hannah's replies when Armando told her about the fact that he and kenneth couldn't get married like her response was so cute did you guys catch that
1: yeah she is really cute
0: do we want to talk about them first
1: sure i mean there's you know not much to really share that's new about their situation i mean they're still struggling to get married and to get recognized as a legal marriage in mexico and I mean, they're both clearly disappointed at the response they received that their marriage is a is denied in order to preserve the human race. And it just goes to show you where different countries are on the topic of same-sex marriage. And, you know, I feel like, you know, growing up in the States, this is not really something that you'd kind of think about, but people are still struggling in other countries and it's still a battle, so... I wish them the best in this journey, and I, I hope that they get what they want at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, I just, I just think it's bullshit that like they're using like procreation, right? I just think governments should like differentiate uh, a unity uh, that's based on love rather than yeah. I mean, for them to say something like, "Oh, well, it's vital for for the continuation and preservation of the human race," like there are people that are that are married and not not having babies. Yeah. I mean, there are people who are not married who are having babies. We're good on procreation. All right. We, (laughs) our, our, like, we've got foster care that's like overflowing and, and people, you know, we have a population problem. Let's just put it that way. Right. So like this, this, this is bullshit that they're saying that they use something like that to, Oh, to protect like, you know, the human race. No, like, you know, we need to separate that whole procreation thing from like people wanting to have a bond and for their bond, their love bond to be recognized and to be like a couple. It's a cop out for them to say that. And again, I, I think a lot of it has to do with religious subtext, right? I think um in okay. Mexico it's very strongly Christian or Catholic Christian there. So yeah, it, it it wasn't a surprise to me, but just the way that they worded it that way was, was to me, a cop-out. And I'm really looking forward to the Human Rights Office appealing that, that decision. I'm hoping that it's a formality, that it's there to deter people, but that ultimately, in the end, if you appeal it, you get it. You get what you want, right? So I'm hoping that's all that is, and I'm rooting for him.
0: Yeah, I hope that this is just TLC adding extra drama where there's none. Maybe they told the marriage registrar office to say no, just so it creates content for Armando and Kenny. Yeah. Or it could be that this is Mexico's way of earning um money from safe and sex couple because they're required to file paperwork somewhere else before they get approved. So, I mean, it could be a, you know, a corrupt way of allowing same-sex couples to get married. But yeah, like you said, Lon, I'm rooting for them to have a happy ending eventually. So
2: do they have to pay a fee to go through this process?
0: I'm not sure, but I won't be surprised if there is, Mm -hmm. because usually when it comes to administrative work by government agencies, there's usually some sort of filing fees. But again, I'm no expert in Mexico or anything mexico related. I'm just guessing because I think in other countries that's how government administration works. They charge you for unnecessary paperwork fees,
2: yeah, I could tell that Kenneth was really having a hard time with it. Armando was more on the optimistic side, like oh, you know we'll we'll go through the motions, let's do this, you know and Kenneth just was super super like upset. You could just see it in the scenes, right? When Oh the, yeah, when the camera keeps I mean, panning to him. <laughs> yeah, he was on the verge of tears, I thought. Like he was holding it in. But um that really sucks and um you know, it's it's another thing that I take for I take for granted. You know, these okay. are struggles that you know, people are going through every day and I don't see it and I'm I'm privileged in that sense and like, you know, getting to see it firsthand on on 90 Day Fiancé it was eye-opening for me
0: definitely speaking of uh, getting married i don't know why but i feel like sumit doesn't want to get married to jenny i feel the and same God. way
1: what the hell just happened with them yeah it's like i feel like their whole storyline was like you know let's get jenny married wants to get, right Yeah, now. let's get married yes. let's get married i can i gotta get my divorce finalized right I got this thing and then I need my parents' blessings. They're going to block it or protest or whatever that term is that they're using. And then they figure out a loophole. And then he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on a second.
2: I got to give them a chance to shoot yes. me down again.
1: <laughs> what are know. you doing? What's going on, you guys? What is going on with him? <laughs> what was that? I was like, wait, what?
2: Uh, see, I think once the divorce got finalized and he felt the burden being lifted and he's like a free man, why would he tie himself down again? That's kind of what I got. I don't think it's anything against Jenny. You know, I I started tweeting about it and people were like, oh, maybe he's seeing her age and this and that, you know, and I don't even think it's anything against Jenny. I just think that he was in a terrible marriage. Now he's divorced. And then there's this woman that's saying, we got to get married. We got to do it today. Like, hey, chill out. (laughs) I was just in a shitty relationship. Like, I finally got out of it. Can you give me a moment? Like, can I enjoy this, like, newfound singleness? Even though I know he's in a relationship. That's, I think, what might kind of be going on. I do think he does care about her. I just don't think he's in a rush to get married. Exactly. Yeah, you know, um, at first I was like, okay, maybe he doesn't want to marry Jenny. You know, but then I saw the, the preview where he's like, yeah, and he's like, really emotional with his parents. So I had to take a step back and go, well, I think he does care for Jenny. I just don't think he wants to get married right away. He just doesn't want, well, he wants to pump the brakes a little bit and enjoy this this current state he's in. But
1: They're kind of on a time crunch because Jenny's visa is about to expire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she's like <laughs> on the fast track to get married so that she can figure out her visa stuff and that she can stay otherwise. She has two options. The first is she breaks her visa and then she stays there illegally. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure that's going to complicate things down the road. And then option B is that she comes back to the States, but then it's like, where is she going to go? Like, I, like She made it so clear to the viewers that she is living her entire life to go and have this this chance with Sumit in India. So she's got no home to come to. Her daughter and her daughter-in-law like, yeah, like, they'll take her in for a little bit, but it's kind of embarrassing, right? Like, to go through the same process again. So she's in a really tough situation, and the fact that Sumit wasn't like, yeah, Jenny, like, let's go right now, I was a little bit disappointed, because at this yeah. point, there's no more excuses left. He has
2: no excuse You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: now it's just like, oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Like, why? There's no reason to hold on. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of like, team jenny here but overall i'm not team jenny if that makes any sense (laughs) but on this one on this one she's right like they need to hustle and they need to like get married if they want to continue this relationship
0: yeah i (laughs) i'm with you guys i don't doubt that sumit uh, doesn't love jenny i think he loves her but i also think he's not rushing to get married that's all Mm. and i don't think he appreciates being forced into it just because of a visa situation. It's like the wrong reason to get married, you know.
2: Right. And I think that's that's a good way to put it. Like, you know, being forced into it, being pressured into it. Yeah. I could see like the trauma of that the situation the previous situation kind of the the feeling that it's going to end up the same way because that's that's kind of what the marriage the arranged marriage was like, right? Like he was just kind of forced into that. Yeah, on the same token though, like you know, you know your parents are going to shoot you. You know that they shot you down. They're not. They're not agreeing with this. So again, there's this loophole. There's this opportunity to go ahead and get it done, and then you're going to intentionally curve it. <laughs> he curved her, dude. For real, dude. That was the curve of the century. Dude. Like, let I me mean, speak with my parents. Like, <laughs> no, you already know what that's going to be like. Yeah, but the scene where. Was that his brother and sister? Who who were those
0: uh, Brother people? and sister-in-law.
2: And sister-in-law, right. I felt bad for Jenny because if I were her, I could have... The way their faces were, you could tell they were against it too. They were trying to be nice about it, but they were like, oh, the shock and surprise on their faces. And then, you know, Jenny broke down. We love each other! We love each other! You know, <laughs> she started crying. I felt so bad, but then, like, I had to laugh because... Just the look on their faces—they couldn't believe what they were hearing from Sumit.
0: Did you guys cover the whole Sumit saying like he's diabetic and Jenny's old?
1: No, (laughs) didn't cover that. But that's that's a very
2: right when he was talking about when he was talking about like COVID, (laughs) right, and who's more susceptible to getting sick or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: at risk yeah Yeah. yeah, she could have just said jenny's at risk instead of saying jenny's (laughs) old (laughs) i just thought that was cute (laughs) all right (laughs) we'll just have to wait and see how the meeting with the parents go and i i can see that there's a ton of drama waiting for us around the corner Hmm. can you guys jog my memory on what happened between (laughs) melissa and tim because Every time they come on TV, it's my restroom break. <laughs> I don't really Funny. give t- much of a fuck when, when their scenes come on. I don't know. It, it's like a it's a broken record at this There's,
2: point. Yeah, they're they're the snooze fest couple right now. So basically, Tim and May-Lisa, my Lisa, <laughs> they're they're going through the motions because one. She admitted that she was sleeping with other guys. Tim didn't know how to handle it, but then Tim is still lying to her. Well, not maybe lying isn't the right word is still not being honest. Yeah, that's lying or hiding the fact. What do we call it? When he's, he, he, he didn't tell her that. And I, and what? I, I get it. He didn't tell her that he was planning or his safety net was to go back to America and she's pissed off at him for that, but like. You're so not...
0: he is strategically withholding information,
2: right? <laughs> but I understand because, you know, she's not giving him any signs that this is going to be a permanent thing. So of course, if I were him, I'd want to have something to fall back on. So I kind of get that I kind of get where he's coming from where he isn't putting all his eggs in one basket, so to speak. But she doesn't like that. She's all like, Oh, well, I don't like that he's holding that from you. I, I, or that wasn't in our plans. Well, yeah, but are you giving him full confidence that you're in this one hundred percent? You're not.
0: Right. So yeah. She's not, and she's not even letting him know about that that period when they were separated, right? That she had another she had a physical relationship with other people. Like she wasn't being forthcoming, forthcoming with that. So right. come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. They they've got all kinds of problems. And this episode it wasn't even so much about them. I think they went to counseling. But I think, like, for me, it was more about how the mom felt. The past two episodes, I think, was more about having his mom come visit and, you know, his mom trying to offer advice. And for me, I kind of felt bad because there was a scene where he was talking about my Lisa and the mother started to cry for him. And it kind of took me back to when I remember my mom crying about one of my brothers going through like a heartbreak right and I know you're you're a mom Miriam there's gonna be there's gonna come that day when you know your son's gonna experience heartbreak and there's nothing you can really do about that right so that's that that scene was what struck me because I remember when my mom who's been there most of my life with the answers and for this particular moment she didn't have the answer and, like, all she could do was cry. It brought me to that moment when I saw his mom crying over the same reason. What can you do at that point? So, yeah.
0: Well, but anyway. Lon, sorry to say this. The mom sounds like a Karen.
2: <laughs> she is. No, Debbie. she is.
0: She's like a Debbie 2.0. She threatened to call the cops, Melissa. Right, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't get is. when
0: people do that. When you resort to calling, like, law enforcement over... A family quarrel? I don't understand that. Why can't you resolve that amongst yourself? Does Melitza get really violent or does she have a weapon? Is that why you feel threatened? But I don't understand why people have to escalate yeah. it to the police.
2: And she tried yeah. to play it down too, like, oh, right. you know, I wasn't blah blah blah. Like, why do you feel weird? Why do you feel uncomfortable? Bitch, what are you talking? You call the she cops called the on, fucking me. on me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well this is the thing. She didn't call the cops on her. She threatened threatened to threaten to, to, call the cops threatened on to yeah her, threaten. number one. Threaten. So let I just want to throw that out there because Debbie Downer Colty's wife did call the cops multiple <laughs> times. Okay, it's true. So so the thing is okay prior to the last episode where we saw her crying and sharing that moment with cheese stick, I actually didn't like the mom Jeez because Dick. because of that information because I was like, what the hell's hurt? The matter with her. She shouldn't be, like, calling the cops on no one. That's such a Karen thing to do. But we don't have all the information in terms of what went down that fight, okay? All we know is they were fighting. Melisa said that things did get very heated. Clearly a very emotional fight just finding out the man you love, the man you moved to America for, cheated on you. Like, we don't know what kind of person Melisa is under pressure or upset And we don't even know what kind of person she's thick is. So we don't really know what was happening in that fight. Putting yourself in his mom's shoes, you have this fight that's bubbling in front of you and perhaps getting, you know, more and more out of control. And perhaps that was the only thing that came to her mind. If you don't cool it down, I will call the cops. And that was a threat she gave to maybe control that situation. I still agree that might not have been the best choice of words. But seeing the way she interacted with her, the way she spoke highly of Colombia, she was like, oh, this is such a nice place. She could have easily been talking shit the whole time and being one of those Americans that are just being rude in foreign countries. She wasn't. She was super open-minded, you know. She Stick told her about Melisa and her past. And instead of like the mom being like, oh, my God, what a whore. That's her son. Mm -hmm. You're going to have your son's back and you're going to like support those feelings. She was actually super, super supportive. She said, if this is your choice, I'm going to support you. And if this is not going to work out, I'm going to be there for you to support you. And honestly, that's all you can ask for from a mother-in-law. Like, the way I feel TLC and Melisa made her out, I did not get that sense. She was trying. Honestly, if... Like, she was yeah, trying. She was trying. It, and you know what? Like, sometimes, like, that goes a, a long way. Mm-hmm. She was trying. You know? She did not badmouth her. She did not try to steer him in one direction or another. She was just like, this is a situation... I I know you guys have had bumps in the road. I want you to be happy. If you're happy, I'm happy. If you're not happy, I'm here to support you. And honestly, like, that's all you can ask for. I don't know. Like, she won a lot of points in my book just hearing that. Like, that was, like, a really nice, supportive mother, supportive mother-in-law. I don't know. Like, what, what do you guys think about her? Like, she just didn't come across, like, as evil as I thought she was. I felt that that this episode. I felt that
2: this episode. The previous episode, I wasn't sure. This episode, I felt it more. And like you said, when you know when it's time to leave, she was saying things like, "Oh, I can't wait to come back," or you know, I think she said something Mm -hmm. like that. And she was she opened her arms, try to give her a hug. So yeah, I did. I did see that come out. And I think you know, as as far as mother in laws go on this show, like you said, that's 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 the best you can hope for, really.
0: Yeah, I I think that, again, I could be wrong in the way TLC painted her. Like, I could have read her wrong. But either way, I think she conducted herself well as an American in a foreign country. She appeared gracious. Uh, She doesn't seem like she's trying to sabotage their relationship like Debbie. But I guess I did get a bad impression in the beginning just because of how Melissa painted her out to be. So. I don't know, maybe I didn't pay enough attention because like I told you guys, their scenes are like my restroom breaks. (laughs) So maybe I should rewatch it. (laughs) But I'm glad that you guys are on this podcast to give your respective views. Do we want to cover Yazan and Brittany? I personally cannot stand Brittany. I don't know why she's not yet fired from TLC because she already revealed that she has a boyfriend right now. So again, in the same spirit of why we're not covering Devin and Jihoon, I don't know what else we can say about Yazan and Brittany except, you know, they're both toxic for each other and Brittany has clearly moved on and the whole Yazan and this honor killing that he might be facing, like, we don't really know if this is a, you know, like, are we being frauded by TLC or if this is a real thing? I know in his culture, it is a thing, but... Is it a made-up, contrived scene by TLC? I'm still unsure. But regardless, I think Britney is just a clout chaser that nobody should you know, give their attention to. But that's just me.
1: Who the fuck, excuse my language, says that I'm going to go to Jordan and have a girls' trip and turn up the way I want to turn up in Jordan, of all places? Like, the fuck's the matter with you, dude? Are you, what the hell are you smoking, first of all? Yeah. I just want to start yeah. out there. The fact that she was like showing her bust, her bosoms, her titties in that market where everyone is covered from head to toe and people are, and not people, men are, are saying haram to her, which means like, like you're, you're a sinner. Sinful. Yeah. Sinful. And she's just walking around like, you know, well, like, yeah, like, I'm I'm like American, I'm gonna do what, what I want. Like, every time she comes on the TV, I think about like South Park and Cartman and like, I'm an out of control teen. I'm gonna do what I want. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? Like, you have to respect the culture you're in. And in these kind of countries, like, had Britney not been surrounded by TLC cameras, and most likely a crew. I think that she would be in danger. They probably would throw things at her. They would her probably life. they would probably approach her. They would probably try to touch her, try to fondle her. You know, I'm not saying that is correct at all. That's absolutely wrong. A woman should be able to wear whatever she wants and have men not touch her or disrespect for, disrespect her. However, you have to kind of understand your surroundings as well. Mm-hmm. Right? You're walking into this male dominated country. You already know what the culture is like. You saw your mother in law and your father in law flip out because you wouldn't get married because of the whole pride and family reputation and all that stuff. And yet you still go there and you dress the way you want to. And then you go to a bar. And even like the bar scene, I did not see a single woman in there, right? Mm-hmm. Even in the marketplace. I saw maybe a handful of women sprinkled there, but completely fully covered shopping, not hanging out, you know? yeah. And it reminds me a lot of like Afghanistan and that culture. And unfortunately, women are second class citizens there. It's a very male dominated society. Like you don't see women in Afghanistan, you don't see women in Jordan, like that's just how those cultures are. And for her to go there and just blatantly disrespect it, it feels like she's like this puzzle piece that just does not fit. And she continuously keeps trying to push it into a spot that is just not fitting. And she refuses to compromise. And the fact that she like showed up drunk, I feel like that was like so disrespectful. I don't know. Like I have nothing against drinking to each their own, but again, pick and choose not your battles, but pick and choose where you're going to do that. Everything has a place in time, you know? And she just came across super low class Super uneducated. She came across super ignorant to me. And if anything, like her friend was like the classy, understanding, culturally sensitive friend. Yep. And 100%. 100%. Yeah. And she's a clout chaser. She's over there smiling through her braces. And from my perspective, I don't know if TLC is spinning this or if this is fake, but I see Yazan suffering. Mm-hmm. I see yeah. him like, like, like you could just see like he probably like lost 10 pounds being homeless and then struggling to like open up a shop and driving 18 hours a day like he looks like he is in a lot of pain and he's doing all this for her and his neck is literally on the line there's an honor killing warning looming on top of his head and he doesn't care because he loves her and i feel like she doesn't even like meet him halfway and it really bothers me and it's just i i just i don't want to talk about her anymore because. She's just not important. And I don't want to make her important. And I actually unfollowed her on Instagram because I was just like, this bitch does not need my fucking follow. Um, But (laughs) I I just want to shout out Yazan because I feel like he has been very consistent in his feelings, his message to her, what his expectations are in terms of his future wife, the woman he's with, what his family's expectations are, that he is a part of his family unit, very much so. He's been very transparent from day one. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to give him a shout out, whether you agree or not. That's just who he is. He's been the same since day one. And I I want Bernie to get as far away from him as possible so that he can just be happy. That's it, guys. I'm going to stop talking.
2: Yeah, she really is just a terrible person. And this episode just reiterated what we already know about her. And and it just isn't in in this country, right? I think across the board, we can say that anyone going to any country, you should respect their customs. You should respect their traditions. You should respect like their way of life. You don't see Germans coming to America and being, fuck it, I'm a German. These America's societal norms don't apply to me. Right. Yeah, I mean, or things like that, like Australians or wherever. No one's coming to America and saying, well, these are American norms. They don't apply to me because I'm... X, Y, Z. Right? Like, could you imagine people doing that here in America? So for her to just go, well, I'm an American. I, it doesn't matter if I'm in Jordan. Like, that doesn't apply to me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear this and walk around their public spaces and make everyone uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was just... Ugh. And yeah, and nice. like you said, her, yeah, her, her friend, you know, was very tasteful, was like, trying to tell her, are you sure you want to go out like that? Her friend even looked embarrassed. She yeah, was and she uncomfortable. was staying like she, yeah, she was at least a foot or two away when they were like walking and Britney was acting all like she was flaunting her stuff and like you said, smiling through her braces and just like, you know, attention whoring herself around. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, I am I'm, I'm done talking about Britney. I don't think she deserves our attention. Well, we could just leave it at that.
0: Yeah. Chapter closed. All right. Let's End it with Beanie and Ari. What do we think about Ari's temper? Seems like she's uh very unpredictable. I, I mean, do we want to say this is a hormonal thing, or is she just being nasty towards Beanie?
1: What are you I... referring to
2: <laughs> Ari? Ari's Ari's temper. I yeah. think um, you know, I think it's a lot of things. I think it could be her predisposition, but I also think that, you know, she's still, she's a new mother. Um, She's in a place that she's trying to, she's trying to navigate. And then now her parents are visiting and now she's worried about the impression Benny is going to leave on her parents. And now she has to listen to her parents dog on their lifestyle. So there's a lot going on that I think is going on underneath the surface So when, you know, when she's, when she starts to get irritated or flip out, yeah, to us, it may seem like this is becoming a pattern of Ari's, but you know, her mom said, oh, this isn't normally like how she is. And I, and I could kind of see that and I could, you know, putting myself in her shoes. There's a lot going on right now in her life. So I want to give her the pass. However, I also think her sisters weren't wrong you know, by or his sisters, excuse me, weren't wrong for calling her out on how she treats him. And maybe she does treat him better and they just don't see it. But while the cameras are rolling, she has been pretty mean. I've noticed at least to Benny for for most of what they show us on the camera. She probably has her good moments too and those don't make the cut for obvious reasons. It's TV. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on Ari. For me though, I, I think the... Bigger issue is uh, the parents kind of expecting more from Binium. Like I think he's already stretching himself pretty thin and yeah. now you have their demands. He's, he's trying his fucking best. You know? Yeah. And, um, and, and Nadia, you, you, you keep telling me about expats overseas and stuff like that. So when I heard that term and how they're driving up the prices, like, uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I I think that's, you know, Nadia was telling me that and that happens in Singapore, too. Yeah. So for them to expect, you know, that on top of working, what, 20 jobs or whatever, paying for a car and that, that now they're expecting him to get a better place <laughs> while like Ari stays at home. I don't know. I don't know what they're expecting. And uh, to their credit, they said they would help out. So, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: How, how did you guys feel is... about that? This is where I think there's a misalignment because Ari supports the fact that Beanie is an artist, but then clearly her parents are not on the same page. Her parents are expecting him to give her the life that they gave her in US, when I just feel like it's so unreasonable for them to say like, okay, well, can you get a job where, I mean, it is reasonable, but also unreasonable I get it. As parents, you're worried about your children's well-being. But then it's Ari's decision to have a kid with Beanie knowing what he does. Mm-hmm. So I just feel bad for Beanie at the end of the day because here he is trying to make ends meet by doing the things that he's good at or that he likes, he enjoys doing. But then it's not good enough for his in-laws. And in his head, I'm I can only imagine him thinking like, Okay, what else can I do? Like, I already have like four, five, ten jobs, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
2: I felt really bad when he said he was trying to impress them, and they just seemed really disgusted, you yeah. know. And and the and chicken, I'm yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I thought I would show them the culture," and you know. And you can tell as they're as they're walking with the stroller through the dirt and the mud, you could just see it in their faces that they were not happy to be there, and I just. Felt really bad. I don't know if that was TLC again, like poverty shaming the country and and culture and the people, and made them walk through that. <laughs> but then you know when when he was like, oh, let's let's have like a chicken for dinner. You know, let's let me get let me get a good one. And then you know Ari starts yelling at him. No, no, not ever, not right now. Blah blah blah. And you know starts telling him off in front of the cameras. It he he just looked so defeated, and I felt so bad for him.
1: Yeah, that was embarrassing with Ari and Benny there's like a really important lesson in their relationship because I'm sure before the baby you know they're like in love and you know maybe they're like in a lust bubble everything is new everything's exciting everything's exotic and you know you're so like idealistic you know when you're in these relationships and you think you know what like if we love each other we can figure everything else out but one of the lessons that I've learned in life is that sometimes love is not enough. You have to be pragmatic. You have to be logical. You have to talk about finances. You have to talk about how you're going to raise the kids, you know, because these are the problems that they're having now. And I think that this is kind of a lot of the frustration that perhaps his first wife also experienced that we're also seeing our experience, right? It's like, now she's like, stuck at home with the kid you know she's got to take care of the kid she doesn't have any help she doesn't have her support system and with the kid you know like the little things are so important for example having like a washing machine to just to wash a bunch of clothes that have crap on it you know what i mean yeah and like just like that one thing if you're in america you have a washing machine great but where they are perhaps that might be like a whole day thing where like Benny comes home and he's like washing things in a bucket. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just adds another layer of complexity to their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's just such a disconnect with perhaps the relationship they had before the baby and now this life that they're trying to build. And I just don't see it getting better because it seems to me like Ari her and her parents want to raise the child a certain way. And that is not possible, based off of Biniam's career and the economy there and his skill level perhaps like whatever you want to call it like he cannot give them the same life that that a doctor can give the baby in america right Mm -hmm. um so i ask myself like how much longer this is going to happen before she takes the baby back to america that's kind of my prediction i think she's going to like eventually be like you know what it's not about us anymore it's about the baby i want to have a good life the best life I can give him is in the States with my parents.
2: Are they staying in Ethiopia because she wanted to live there? Or was there something restricting Binium from going
1: to America? I think at first it was because she wanted to stay there. Okay. So there's no I, reason
2: then that they couldn't just uplift their life and go to America.
1: So hmm? I think that that once they had the baby... Once she got pregnant, they wanted to relocate to the states, and then he couldn't because of visa issues, mm, right? Okay. And then that's why the mom came and wanted to make sure everything was okay and stuff the first time, mm. so she can come and go. But I think you know, Ethiopians, yeah, Ethiopians in America, that might be the, the complicated part.
2: But they're they're married now, right? Would that make it Are less? Are Are they married? I'm not oh, sure if they're wait.
1: married. I don't oh. think they're married.
2: Oh, they're not married. Oh, never mind. They just had a kid. They just, had they the just kid. have a kid
0: together. I'm thinking of the, mm-hmm. right.
2: I, I was thinking that church ceremony was, you're right, you're right, you're right. <sighs> well, yeah. Damn. I don't know, their socials, I saw some of the photos, their family photos, and they looked happy. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't follow either of them, but the accounts we follow showed like family pictures of them smiling and stuff. So I'm thinking this was a while back. And maybe the drama has subsided since then. But uh, they looked happy in their family photos.
1: Yeah, Baby is so cute. Hmm. Someone They're pointed out that
0: horrible. Avi looks like Bini's first kid. They both look almost alike. <laughs> <laughs> <Ay-ay-ay>. <laughs> Awkward. He makes twins. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you All right.
2: th- what did you guys think when the sister said you're acting like his ex-girlfriend?
1: That was Ooh. fucking
0: rude. Yeah, that's a low blow. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, huh?
1: yeah. That was embarrassing like her parents are there you know yeah. yeah or or the fact that they divulged that hey they're go- that the baby's gonna get baptized and she was like oh, i haven't told them yet yeah it's tfu
2: hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah they i don't even think they really understood
1: the gravity the, of like yeah
2: that that they were doing anything wrong because the yeah. sister was like oh I, I mean i'm just i'm not trying to insult you i'm just being truthful and I guess that is truthful If she, I mean if she is acting like the ex you know what I mean I could kind of see I could kind of see where you're like oh you're, you're starting to remind me of his ex that's not how she phrased it she said you're acting like his ex but I could kind of see where maybe if she didn't know maybe that's an American thing to not make that kind of faux pas but like to them it's just like they were, she was just trying to be honest like oh you know we didn't like the ex and I'm just trying to give you a heads up you're starting to act like her. Don't do that Go as, a, as a tip, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, you know, I, I obviously felt some type of way about it. I just wanted to see how y'all as women felt. And yeah, pretty much that's a, that's a low blow.
0: I thought the sisters were aggressive. Mm. But I can also see how TLC producers fed them the questions. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: I thought the way I saw it was Ari was getting to say and do whatever she wants because her parents would have her back and Benny he was quiet because he was like well I'm gonna just let my sisters speak because they have my fucking back right. you know and uh, Ari was like are you gonna let them talk to me that way and he wasn't gonna talk to her some type of way but you know what he has, he's, he'll let his sisters you know he'll let his sisters speak on
0: it. his behalf right yeah right. I just want to go back real quick to Jenny and Sumit. We didn't touch on how there's a loophole in getting married in India where you can just go to a temple and apply to get married.
2: <laughs> the Eirah Samaj? Yeah. Or whatever. Even you it got from. it right. I forgot yeah. what it
0: was, but I was like, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the whole, that's the thing. That's why this is so funny is we're going to get married. No, you're not. We do not approve. And then you you go, well, let's go find a way. And then somebody's like, oh, here's a way. Well, let's go back (laughs) and get shot down. It's Um, like, oh, uh, let's pump the (laughs) brakes. What? What are you talking about here? So yeah, there's definitely some reluctance, you know. Um, I definitely think there's some reluctance there. This isn't just, oh, I respect my parents' wishes. Nah, bruh. Because the reason you went to find that loophole was because they shot you down. You found it now, this is your opportunity. This is your chance, and you're still yeah, so to me the, the that was an excuse that was an excuse uh, to cover up his reluctance.
0: yeah, I do have breaking news, apparently <gasps> and this is, will be this will be the last time we will talk about her, but Brittany has moved to Texas, apparently someone spotted her with a camera crew in Texas filming. I feel like that's kind of like a bet news for people who don't really want to watch britney anymore since she's such a major clout chaser but apparently she has um... Well, maybe
2: she was doing a music video maybe yeah it's some music that's video what i was thinking too we won't even watch or something hopefully right
0: <laughs> hopefully but in other news paul and karini got fired from <gasps> what
1: what was the reason again
0: I think they cited abusive relationship, right? Mm. which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, call that one. Yeah, well, good call on um, Sharp Entertainment because, you know, enough of those contrived, you know, like drama, stirred up fake drama in order to like stay on the show, which is what I think they thought Paul was doing or Paul and Karini were doing.
2: Wait, but- they thought it was fake?
0: Someone posted on Reddit that uh, TLC and Sharp Entertainment are trying to get rid of people who are doing random stunts to get attention or to like extend their storyline on the show. So I'm guessing ah, either they're what? taking a stance on the abusive, toxic relationship that is Paul and Karini, or they discover something and they're like, you know what, we've had enough of this couple, let's just mm-hmm. drop them. Interesting. But- Drama. Right. But in other good news, Ziet and Rebecca will be back in the new 90 Day Fiancé. I'm
2: I'm excited for for the new season of 90 Day Fiancé.
0: Me too. Yeah. Looks like he got a spinoffs are
2: cool, but they're not 90 Day Fiancé. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The actual reason why we all watch it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and I think so will Tariq and Hazel, which... It seems to be a very interesting storyline. I think Hazel kind of reveal herself as a bisexual, and uh, might be some threesome action going on. Not that there will be a threesome action, but I think <laughs> it looks from the preview that she kind of requests she she's kind of checking out the other, uh, you know, the other party. But anyway, uh, stay anyway. tuned, folks. <laughs> exactly, stay tuned. Um, no, no,
1: how much weight Hazel gained?
2: Ooh. I saw some I'm photos. sorry. I'm, I didn't I recognize don't want her.
1: I'm not one to talk, but she definitely looks more American.
2: I, I didn't did. recognize her.
1: I don't recognize socials. her either. Yeah, yeah, I saw
2: that. I was like, who is that? And then I was like, oh, shoot, because I recognized Tariq. And I yeah, go, oh, she... that must be. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, she looks so different.
0: Mm-hmm. I think she gained happy weight. Is that, what... <laughs> <laughs> is that the PC
1: way of saying it? American weight? <laughs> yeah. The American 15? hitting up taco bell mcdonald's (laughs) sorry i'm being i should not be talking about gaining weight i've had two kids so gonna just shut up right there
0: can't speak from personal experience that i have gained american weight so yeah it's true guys it's it's really true america makes you gain weight anyway
2: Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. Please consider joining our Patreon family. Every donation helps and gives you access to our discussions on a wide range of topics. This week, we'll be covering the family Chantel. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF or our Patreon at WTF Extra. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are. Each episode, we might even shout you out.
0: Wait, what are our WTF moments?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good call. <laughs> See what happens when you're bullied for two weeks. <laughs> I know.
0: I lost the flow. All right, guys, what are your WTF moments?
2: WTF. Um, I think for me, it had to be when Sumit was like, let me ask my parents, what the (laughs) fuck was that about? (laughs) Yeah.
1: For me, it just had to be like, she who shall remain nameless walking through (laughs) the streets of Jordan with her titties out. Yeah. It was like, the fuck's the matter with you, bitch? Yeah. Girl's
0: trip.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) That's not where you go on a girl's trip. Anyways, we won't talk about that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, for me, I would say it's it's just how Ari flipped out about the chicken mm. in front of her parents. And mm-hmm. um, I just feel bad for Beanie. So that was my WTF moment. Like, I, I couldn't understand why she flipped out. I just saw that she wasn't happy about Beanie trying to show the whole killing of the chicken and preparing it on the spot or whatever. Yeah, I just feel bad for Beanie at that point, so... That was my WTF moment. And until next time, guys.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Wear a mask.
0: <laughs> Wear mask. <laughs>
2: Wear mask.
1: Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs>